In a world gone mad, only rationality and common sense can save it. It's Andrew and Jerry Save the World with your hosts, Andrew Langer and Jerry Rogers. And now, here's Andrew and Jerry. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Andrew and Jerry Save the World, episode 34, Rockin' the DC Groove. I am Andrew Langer. Jerry Rogers. And hey, good to see you, man. We are live. Yes, 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 yes. We are live from the Boyle Studios of Hillsdale College on Capitol Hill. Yes, Hillsdale and uh, and and what they do in terms of the debate, in terms of ideas. Again, what we do here uh, on the uh, Andrew and Jerry Save the World podcast is to talk about ideas, talk about truth. And uh, Hillsdale is awesome for that. That's right. And, uh, yes, I'm glad that there are no there. progressives at Hillsdale. There are libertarians and conservatives. Which well, there is, uh, and, and I also think that there's no there's no prejudice in in terms of bring your ideas. You know, and let's have this. at it. It's interesting. I did a radio interview yesterday uh, talking about this. Uh, this, by the way, this is going to be a wide ranging discussion here. I I, I want to come back and start talking about DC and traffic in a second. Oy vey. But I did a uh, I did a, a radio interview yesterday talking about this case. At Yeshiva University, yes, and and the issue of whether or we're not all yeshiva, Jewish now, yes, well, what, whether or not the 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 yeshiva has the power to to cancel, not cancel, but uh, prohibit an LGBTQIA plus yes, club. Of, of course, it does. Yes, but but it was one of these things where the hosts I was on didn't quite understand the nuances of the case. They didn't understand that really the issue right now, uh, what happened with the high court last week, is that. The high court has finally reached what they uh, a limit on what they call the shadow docket. Right. Uh, the idea of deciding court cases out outside of the normal term. Um, but but yeah, this issue. Of, but of, yes, of course, they have the the power. Obviously, there are questions depending on how religious they really are. But go ahead, Jerry. Well, I mean, the bottom line is, is that uh, exercising your religious liberty is is in the Bill of Rights. It's, yes. And again, I the progressives. They're they're showing us in plain sight what they want to do. It's not enough uh, to celebrate, to tolerate, to uh, to express diversity and 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 promote diversity. They want you to go away. Right. So if you're a person of faith, they want your faith to die. They don't want you to practice it. And again, I say this over and over again. You know, uh, some liberal communities, progressive communities. Uh, will say things like, uh, we're spiritual, we're not really oh, yeah. religious, oh, yes, right? I guess. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. The progressive movement is a religious movement. And uh, this this, uh, this LG... BTQIA+. And all the rest, this is part of the religious movement of the of the left. And this university, founded on, on, on classic uh, conservative, right, Jewish doctrine... Uh, should not be forced to violate their own doctrine. What I was listening to yesterday, but I, I had this thought as I was driving up to D.C. Uh, yesterday afternoon. You know, this idea of we talk about objective truth, right? And and a lot of discussion about gender fluidity and you know all all of these all of these right. issues. Oh, you know, and it was because uh, found out yet a, yet a, somebody else we know. Uh, their child has has uh, decided to become trans. Yeah, and don't tell me this isn't contagion. This isn't grooming, uh, because we're seeing what there was a time when a tiny percentage of the population would identify 
uh, as uh, non-binary or or as bisexual what or whatever the, gender. The simple cross-dressers, Jerry. Uh, yeah. That's what I want to know. But I mean, we're looking at in some communities, 20, 30 percent of right. the of the young population. And also, again, this is anecdotal. To, to, uh, my sister told me a story on how the public school system where where her kids are engaged in there was a uh, there was a uh, uh, there was a uh, trans student. Early grades, uh, who uh, came out as a trans girl, yes, uh, and spent the entire year. Uh, the school never notified parents. Started using different pronouns without parent permission or even notification, uh, and then did a year of that. The child came back this year, yeah, and was back to being sure back to being a boy again. You, you know, you know, because in the end, there are there are times when kids go through these of kinds course. of kinds of things. God forbid this kid had gone down and had some kind of medicine, some kind of hormone blockers, or God forbid the SNP. And and you know, but here's here was my thought though yesterday, Jerry. See, it's good. I could reach out. I could poke Jerry in the arm as we're as we're here. Um, um, why can't? Why I sound almost like Christopher Walken. Why can't? Why can't somebody come out and, and identify as? You know, I'm 51 years old. Why can't I identify as 41 or 31? Uh, why can't I identify as a cat? Why can't I sort of take right? Why can't I sort of take a, if if there is no objective reality when it comes to gender? Why can't there be well, no objective reality? Is you, you know, know I, I, I've, I, you make a good point. Yeah. Uh, you know, many a truth was said in jest, but I've, I've joked around. No, don't get me wrong. I was not. I'm not. I'm not joking about about this. Literally, I'm, I'm thinking about these things about the concept of of objective truth and there other isn't. Here's one thing I, I've, I've, I've told friends of mine, and that is, you know, I should go and get one of those DNA tests. Mm -hmm. And you know, my family on both sides uh, come right, from. I see where you're going. Come but, from Ireland, yeah. right? However, you know where the Irish originated from. We're we're called Black Irish because yeah. we have dark hair um, and and such. And my family's Black Irish. My father's black hair and he has green eyes. And so and you originated uh, in China. Uh, no, but but who knows? I mean, a uh, very likely, uh, 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 you know, came from Central Europe through Spain, sure, uh, in uh, uh, to Ireland. And so does that mean I have uh, Latino Hispanic? ancestry right. and if that's the case you know you know i have a small business can i apply for uh government government contracts and claim i'm a minority but this is this is the slippery slope that we that well, we I mean, again but like, like, yeah, but like like what would happen if people just you know uh, uh, uh right thinking people people on the right just decided that everything is a facade anyway gender we can declare ourselves uh you know what gender we want. race age just, even species yes yeah. so all yeah. the affirmative action and the contracting and and all the rest of it why can't i identify why can't a rich person identify as low income well, this is this is what right that's that's exactly right this you is know, this i is... want the tax breaks i want to build in this community but according to the law uh it, it, these contracts are are going to mid-sized businesses well i'm going to identify as a mid-sized business right. this is and this is exactly where I was going with this, which is this idea of, you know, why why do we get to pick some things and not others? I, I mean, because I also came back to again, it was a it was a three hour drive up to DC yesterday. Lots of things going through my mind because again, there's also the issue of sports 
and a lot of this debate going on on a number of these Senate races that are the out Atlantic, there. Yeah. The Atlantic. The uh, Atlantic. That uh, was it. It was the Atlantic uh, piece. This month, there's a piece in the Atlantic that says uh, we shouldn't have uh, a single sex sports. Right. Uh, and how but, is that not anti women? This is what I come. Well, back again, to. It, but it, it's anti science. It's anti. It's, okay. it's anti biology. It's anti experience. Let's take the science. It's anti rational. Let's take the science out of this. Anti reason. Let's just talk about the politics of it. Right. I mean, again, we there were there have been many, many years in which we've talked about this issue of of, you know, giving girls the opportunity to play more sports, that girls need to be able to compete. That well, be able according to, to this learned author yes. at The Atlantic, uh, there is no difference in terms of competition between right. boys and girls. Science. Yes. And then, so th that's great. Let's let's have a football team of all boys. Uh, high school boys versus a high school football team of all girls, and let's see what happens. Okay. Let's have a wrestling. So team. Th that was the, the first. I was I was going down that road, which is you know boys wrestling girls in high school. What could possibly go wrong, right? Remember, and this is I'm I'm going to make a joking comment here. Andy Kaufman, the comedian performance sure. artist, this was how he got his rocks off, right? He invented this whole persona of the inter uh, intergender wrestling champion, but it's really because he just wanted to wrestle women. That's how he got off, right? And look, I, I have experience with with, with women in uh, uh, boys wrestling okay. because some high schools, uh, uh, smaller high schools, do not have do it's not, not have uh, the numbers, the capacity. And so, and so, some coaches uh, will allow one or two or three women on the team. They're really, but they're uh, not wrestling the other boys. But here's the thing: what happens is, is this: uh, they will allow. Uh, I taught at a Catholic high school. Uh, and uh, had a very small wrestling program, uh, and there were three women who were the uh, uh, team. Uh, the team. Um, what do you call the folks? Uh, not uh, the, the managers. Team, managers. They were team managers. But be, but for number purposes, they would weigh in. Sure. And they would just forfeit their match. Oh. And it, and and for points and to win matches, it it, it mattered to have someone weigh in. For God, I don't know yeah. what the rules are. Uh, but and and I talked to the coach. Uh, he would not let the boys and girls wrestle in practice because because yes, be because they're teenage boys and teenage exactly girls. Right. You don't really. Right. But see, then that was the other story. Remember the other story about the in Dallas, the uh, under fifteen boys soccer team beating the women's national soccer well, again, team yeah. again. So so that by itself that, just that shows yeah. the Atlantic piece to be the kind of again. It, this is religion. Right. They accept these things on faith. So to, to, to Andrew's point, uh, a, a boys' high school team uh, uh, beat the women's uh, World Cup team. Yes. The, the, the American the, the, women's the, the American Women's National Champion. Yes. Team. Yes, that's and, exactly And right. a, a, a boys' team of 15-year-olds beat them. Uh, again, women and men are equal in terms of their worth, their dignity, in terms of of so many uh, areas of life. But just because we're equal doesn't mean we're the same. And this is the problem with the left. Evidence, science, data doesn't matter. Really, what matters is their religious really is uh, religiosity. Really getting back to sort of the crazy, the crazy things that people do can believe in religion. And it really, it really does is sort of this this adherence to faith. Let me let me just switch gears. Remind me, by the way, Jerry, at the end of the show, I need to talk to you about Arthur Avenue because I just had an epiphany. Hey, at the end of the show, let's talk about Arthur Avenue. Please, thank there's, you. There's Appreciate my reminder. That. All right, great. It's, I don't have any notes there. <laughs> so, so let's let's shift gears because you you drove in today. Um, there is there is news out of D.C. which is astounding to me. Um, a bunch of roads are now like they're they're trying to make Mayor Bowser is trying to make 
the 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 with very few exceptions the speed limit in the district of columbia 25 miles an hour the, for now we know it's going to get lower um claiming well, there, the there are certain places uh uh where there are the overpass and yeah. under and under under tunnel where it's 15 miles all right hour. so this is my point though and it has so nothing you, so you, to do with so safety well, no, of course not yeah it, it has, has everything to do with, with revenue yeah. yeah and and here's the thing also uh, they're they are increasing the bike lanes here. Uh, they are closing off uh, some streets for, to just pedestrian traffic. They've increased the use of of scooters. This is a theme on the left. They are at war with mobility. Uh, this is part of the whole war against the the automobile yeah. because mobility means freedom. If you're able to drive yourself to work, drive yourself to visit family, drive yourself. But Gary, you can bike everywhere. But not, not, no, you can't remember Robert. Here's the interesting yeah. thing about this. Robert Moses, uh, my, my daughter and her boyfriend just recently went to go see a play about Robert Moses okay. here in DC. Explain who Robert Moses was. Robert Moses was the, uh, long time, decades long, uh, uh, parks commissioner in New York city. Yeah. Uh, and he was a, uh, radical revolutionary urban planner. And he was, and he was arguably the most powerful city official. In Absolutely. Terms of for years, for decades. Shaped, literally shaped. Uh, reshaped neighborhoods. My yeah. father's neighborhood uh, on Webster Avenue in the Bronx was torn apart yeah. uh, because of, he put in the Cross Bronx, Cross Bronx Expressway. But here's the thing. You hear this from the left about racist roads. Yes. Robert Moses made it so uh, he put parkways out to, uh, out to the mountains and to the beaches uh, but not public transportation. Yes, uh, because he wanted these areas to be reserved for the elites. Yes, of course. And uh, the automobile, of course, destroyed that because poor people in the old days, at least thirty years ago, could afford a car. But uh, the 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 elites don't like it when the working class sure. uh, show up on their beaches, show up uh, uh, in their country fairs. Right. And this emblematic of this, for instance, is, is the, is what's going on in the national park system, right? You take it writ large. Right. So places like Yosemite national park, which are within uh driving distance of most of the poor, uh, Latino population in California, they've put limit, they've, you know, there, there are limits on the number of cars that can go into Yosemite Valley and then up into the mountains. And they want people to take buses in. Yeah. And that's the whole idea is so, to dis yeah, so, discourage so this, the, you know, this the day trip. This idea of this idea of, of of expanding public transportation, the idea of limiting roads, uh, this is a this is a mechanism uh, to control people. And I know this sounds like we're you know a dystopian uh, uh, you know conspiracy theory, but this has always been uh, an idea of the left. Look, you can see it on Facebook and social media. There's commercials for it, right? Uh, this 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 mid mid east company, yeah. That is talking about condensing cities. Oh yeah, have you seen this? They're making it. They're, they were going to make them very long, but very right. narrow cities. Yeah, right. Yeah. And again, this has a lot to do about control and power. I ask Andrew. I've been going through this recently, where Joe Biden will say there is no inflation; it's flat, <laughs> or it's only gone up an inch, man. Or, or I know it's bad. Or you know, or uh, Kamala Harris will say that the border is secure. And I say to myself, they are saying something that is demonstrably wrong. Yes. But yet it's accepted and it's promoted and fact checkers will go back and fact check them as mostly correct. Yes. Uh, uh, Dr. Fauci and and Senator uh, Rand, Rand Paul, Paul had a, a go at it the, the, uh, recently where uh, where where Fauci said his own words didn't mean what his own words meant. Yes. And he, but here's my point. 
when you speak the untruth over and over and over and over again, uh, your brain has this capacity. It's called uh, near, uh, 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 neuroplasticity. Plasticity. Plast say the word for me. Neuroplasticity. Uh, you know what this is? Yes. It's, it's, it's when you literally wire or rewire sure. your brain uh, uh, either uh, to believe what's right or in many instances to believe what's sure. wrong. Right. It's kind of like the analogy I would use or the metaphor I would use is uh, you know think about getting a, a machete and going through a, a a deep forest. Yeah. The first time you make your path, it's very difficult. Second time, a little less. Third time, by the time you've done it a hundred a hundred times, yeah. it's a clear path. Hey, do me a favor. Let's pause it there because right. I want to make sure that we're getting the right video feed here. So let me let me just I'm going to stop this and sure. make sure. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just ignore the fact that uh, actually I'm not gonna I'm gonna call it the fact that we've we've uh, we we've abandoned the video portion of the show. Well, and so. but but you're in luck if you're on Rumble or uh, or YouTube, YouTube, you're gonna see a nice picture of us here in the Hillsdale well, the, yes. uh, studios, the Boyle Studios, so, Hillsdale College. Okay, it, you were talking about neuroplasticity. Yeah, we were talking but, about traffic. Here, there's a point that here, I wanted to make. Here, but here's the bottom line, and that is I've been asking myself how can so many in our public discourse. Uh, believe and repeat what we know to be untrue. And it's because if you say it, if you believe it, if you if, if this becomes part of your thought, therefore right. your actions, it becomes who you are. The left believes wrong ideas, which is why the only way to confront the left is with right or correct sure. or true ideas, which is why the left doesn't like the idea of truth. Sure. And and so it's funny because I got into this with a guy over the weekend um, uh, on uh, on Twitter. He posted a, a chart, someone who was very into urban planning in a big way and talking about uh, uh, bikes versus uh, cars versus buses versus light rail. And he posted a statistic which essentially said that bicycles were like 14 times more efficient and moving people. Let me tell you why yeah. it's not true. Okay. And there's science behind this. The, the, this is what I wanted to get to. I immediately right. said to this so, guy, where is this from? Because this does not right. seem accurate now, to me. I, now, now l listen, uh, trust but verify. Yes. Um, for our audience, uh, Peter Huber, who has passed away, one of the most brilliant minds ever in law, uh, in, uh, in, in interpretation, in research. He was for the longest time a senior scholar at the Manhattan Institute. Yes. Uh, I think he is the most quoted expert uh, in Supreme Court decisions. Okay, that's interesting. So this is a brilliant I don't man. know how you Peter, measure that, but okay. Peter Huber by just, yeah. regardless. Sure. Um, he's a smart guy, yeah. okay? Uh, he did a he did a study years and years ago uh, where it was a uh, it was a a man who uh, a man and a man who lived equal distance from their work. Yes. Uh, and one drove, and one rode his bike. Yes. And uh, everyone assumed that the person who uh, rode the bike uh, used up less resources. Yes. Was less of a uh, right. less carbon imp uh, 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 imprint or footprint on 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 the uh, on on the environment. It turned out not to be true. Okay. Uh, the uh, the bike rider had to take more showers, use use more detergent. He ate more food, uh, and and on and, and also where he stored well, his bike and all the rest of it. But my point is, a lot yeah. of these assumptions about bikes, about public transportation, are just that. They're assumptions uh, to push a political point well, of view. Well, this is what got to me is that I'm sort of I'm looking at this and he's talking about efficiency. The guy who's the the guy who was was promoting this in the chart that they said, and I went and I just did I, I did one simple Google search. But it just it was one of those things where I'm sort of doing math in my head about throughput and you know it, you know even if even if you assume right that it's the same number of vehicles traveling on the road, 
a car can move, a standard four-door sedan can carry five people at a time right. faster and easier than a bike. But also, but well, it gets they, better. They have rickshaws. Yes, or one of those five-people bikes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in, but, like but in, is, in Cape May. Is, but this is my point, though, also, is that it gets back to what you're talking about, about the elites. Right, it's the elites who can go out and buy the high-end bikes. This guy was advocating for electric bikes. He wanted more people to get electric bikes, which is a huge. How do you how, how do you bring your child to school on an electric bike? Well, yeah, yes, especially as they as they get older and bigger. There's yeah. that there's that aspect of it, but it's also, again, you're working a a a blue collar job. You know, you are in the custodial services, or you're doing something that is you, menial. You work eight hours with your hands, yes. with your body. And you want to, and at this, the end of the day, do you want to get on a bus or on a bike? Or a do you bus. want to get in your car and go home? That's exactly right. And, and then again, right, what if you need to make stops and run errands because you're working Pick during up the milk. day? You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, or, or, or the children need something for school the next day. Right. You know, he, he, you know this has happened to me this morning. So uh, I, I drove in this morning with Bridget. Yes. Bridget's working uh, downtown, dropped her off, came here. By the way... Uh, because of bike lanes and, uh, and and scooters and all the uh, all of the policies to make this city more bike friendly, it took me twice as long to get here in right. my car. That's right. Which again isn't efficient. But regardless, we're and more polluting. Right. Yeah. And so we're I'm, we're driving here this morning, and we're on the Clara Barton uh, Parkway. Yes. Par- parkway. Yes. Right. Remember, you park in a driveway. Right. You drive on a this parkway. This is a this is a highway. Yeah. And uh, there is a traffic jam where. There shouldn't be, and I thought, oh, oh there's an boy. accident. No, no, no. What it was? There was a Some bike. Dick. There was a me. bike. There was someone <laughs> in the, on his in a bike regular lane with his with his helmet and all his gear and the lights. He was literally not to the side or in the middle. He was in the middle of a lane. Yeah. On a highway. Yes. Right. And and right. Causing all kinds of jam ups. And I drove by and I thought to myself, this is this is the hubris. This is the arrogance of the left. Right. That is some vegan eating, you know, you latte know, drinking, almond had, milk, almond milk. I wish drinking your daughter liberal. had taken a video of this because you're absolutely correct. It is emblematic of everything the that arrogance. is wrong for the left. Yeah. But, right. Uh, it yeah. is. It is a matter of I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And that person believed he was morally superior. That's right. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm morally superior. So I'm going to take up the middle lane. I'm going to hold everybody else up. Right. I'm going to make you go at my speed to do what I want to do. Yeah, it really there really is there really is a, a deep and abiding metaphor there. So let's uh, let's shift gears here. President goes on sixty minutes. I mean, we got to talk about this. Well, I, I mean, we again, it was going to be a disaster. He was asked, but but why isn't it more of a disaster? He was asked about inflation, and instead of coming clean and saying, "My goodness, eight point three percent is too high," uh, uh, groceries and food uh, food bills are too high. He says that. Uh, well, uh, it, it's essentially flat. Well, if it's flat, but it's flat at 8.3%, 8.3% right. is horrible. And, and, and more to the point is that he, he does actually, Scott Pelley does press him on this. That was a, a softball interview sure. for the most part. But there should have been follow-ups of, right. in the Washington Post, in Politico, in right, the New man. York Times, all the cable he's, shows. He's asked the, but Mr. President, you know, people are suffering. I know, man. I know. No, well, no, you you don't, and this is what gets me, right? Because we are we and are he's now given a pass. we are less than fifty days out from the midterm elections. Um, the numbers are very their numbers are the polling numbers are shifting 
all the time. Like the the both houses of Congress are very much up for grabs in a way that they shouldn't be. No, the the the, the White House, the administration is is dangerously drawing down the strategic petroleum reserves. God forbid we actually have some kind of an emergency where we need that refi- that where we need that petroleum. Even still, yeah. the gas station. We're in Washington D.C. I understand D.C. cities. Uh, because of how yeah. how uh, gas is delivered and such, it's going to be uh, higher priced. But the gas station, uh, literally across the street, diagonal to where we are right now, uh, 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 eighty-seven. Yeah. Gas, unleaded gas, sure. is four dollars and fifty cents a gallon. Sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That is not. That is not good. Right. That is not. Look, it's coming down. Paying four dollars and fifty cents on on uh, in, in September two thousand twenty two uh, is, is an outrageous price. What bothers me though is the pass that he's that that, that these folks are given. Sure. And even from the uh, still, you have guys like Bill Crystal uh, promoting this 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 president. Uh, yes. And and others uh, 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 other Republicans promoting this president. Where is Larry Hogan? Well, Larry I, Hogan, you couldn't keep away from a camera during the Trump years. We have a president who has weaponized uh, the uh, the FBI. He has he has politicized the DOJ. Uh, he has he has he has made secret deals and 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 conversations to censor people uh, in big tech. Right. Uh, you know where how are where, where's the outrage? Yes. Where where are the civil libertarians? Not yeah. not the not the libertarian libertarian, but where is the progressive sort of civil libertarian? Where, folks where are the this? never Trumpers? And isn't it How is this better? Well, time out for a second, because to his credit, it's fascinating to me that Larry Summers was out there. So one of you know a a a Democrat economic advisor out there saying, I I don't understand why they're not talking about pipelines, especially right in light of and you and I didn't get a chance to talk about this last week. We we um um. The, the slow walking the the slow walking of the of the train strike story sure right so it gets to exactly what you're saying about the past we'll explain this real quick so yeah. so Andrew and I were amazed uh, recently that the uh, the rail strike wasn't big news leading well, let's, up let's take it let's yeah. take a step back so last Tuesday uh, and Wednesday really Wednesday we get notice that uh, 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 that there's this impending rail strike that is going to completely upend right. our supply chain once again. Right, but and this is something that has been coming for months, and yet nobody no has one been, nobody it. has been nobody has been talking about it. Nobody and how I found out about, about it, it was uh, again, my Bridget yeah. is going up to Connecticut uh, to, to, for a music music festival, and wanted to get Amtrak, uh, and couldn't get Amtrak tickets right. because they were canceling. Uh, they were either canceling right. or, or ticket prices. And, and I heard about it the same way because there was a William and Mary parents group, and somebody was saying, "I'm trying to come so, down for so parents a major and, yeah. n- a major potential strike that would cripple the economy." And the news media literally never reported never, never, on never it. Never reported it. And let's talk about the why for a moment and why this is important and why it's important in terms of the context of the election. So, so one of the things is this administration has made a conscious decision. Um, in addition to moving us away from uh, the use of, of oil generally, but also what they don't want to do is they don't want to transport oil. So they've canceled pipeline projects around the country, curtailed pipeline projects around the country, right. which is the cheapest and safest way. And most environmentally safe yes, way to do way, it. Way to move oil and natural gas from the point of extraction to the point of refinement, et cetera. Um, and so the, the alternatives are, well, the next... Uh, most efficient way to do it is by train. 
Um, and then the next and probably the least efficient way to do it, the least efficient way to do it would be by by horse and buggy. But the the next least efficient way to be to do it by truck. And so they they've canceled the pipelines. This, this gets into my problem with the strategic petroleum reserve situation. They've canceled the pipelines, so that we were looking at a situation in which that we were not going to be able to truck or train you know transport the oil and natural gas by sure. train. And so then we would be left with with relying on trucks, which is, by the way, part of what they want. They, I'm, I don't know why I'm looking at the camera, Jerry, because the camera's off. <laughs> um, but I am because I'm playing to the camera. But that's it. That's ex- it, it, this is exactly it. It gets down to you know they make these choices. The strategic right. petroleum reserve yeah, but, should not be drawn but, down except in case of natural. But again, crisis. why? 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 The why yeah. is is that uh, for many Americans, uh, politics again is religion. Emblematic of this. Yeah. On Facebook recently, uh, a friend of mine posted uh, that the cost of energy, uh, their en- en- energy cost this summer through the roof, sure. grocery bills, and and another friend responded and said, "Well, it's for the good. It's it's for our children, our grand, you know, what? our grandchildren need clean air." And, and and people won't change oh their behavior, God. so the government has to force them to change their behavior. Now, never mind the uh, the tyrannical uh, yes. idea of that, but 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 according to the, the science, it's just not true. This same person uh, will wear clothing uh, uh, made in China. Right. Uh, will buy products uh, made in China. China is the number one polluter in the world. Right. Yet there are no treaties, no agreements, oh. uh, no conversations about holding China available, uh, available, accountable. accountable. And the thing is, is that it's a whole neuroplasticity thing, Jerry. But and, uh, but uh, but also going back to going back just to the truth. The fact is, uh, we don't have the grid, the technology. Uh, we don't have the capacity uh, to uh, to capture. Energy, solar energy, wind and energy to uh, to uh, to electrify the United States. We don't. It doesn't happen. Right. We and, can't meet the energy demands that we have now. Let alone the right. three to five and times so, as much ele- so, electricity so the, as we and need. And also, folks, the electric battery in your EV. You know, all of you rich folks who can afford afford an electrical vehicle. It doesn't create energy. The battery doesn't create energy. Right. The battery stores energy. The energy comes from fossil fuels. And, and let's also not forget the massive environmental and societal impacts, the sociological impacts uh, to, to get the rare earth materials needed for Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Again, you, yeah. uh, and bottom line is this. In their face, California just recently said, stop charging oh, your vehicles. Because the grid can't handle it. Well, I, and I want to and I want to turn around something because something so something was brought to my attention last week that I hadn't thought of, and I you know consider myself a, a, a frankly I'm going to say this is a deep thinker on these issues. <laughs> Someone called into when I was subbing in for John Justice called in to talk about the issue of oil and getting us off of. Uh, and and the, the left's impulse to get us away from petroleum for energy right. or other fossil fuels for energy. He said, Andrew, here's the problem. You have to refine oil for other things that we need. Yes. You can you 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 know for for windmills you need really good lubricant products. For other kinds of machinery and manufacturing you need lubrication products that frankly vegetable lubricants sure. can't can't do. If, so once hold on for, med- so for crack, medical supplies. Once uh, yes, medical supplies and feedstock for fertilizer yes. and all those things. Once you crack 
the petroleum hydrocarbon elements, right, the molecules there, you're going to get gasoline and you're going to get other kinds of dissipants what are you that do are out there. It? What are you going to do with it? Right. right. Do you remember, and this is the thing that I pointed out to this caller, I, I, I told the story on there because uh, John's producer, Robbie, is from, uh, from New York as well. Remember when you would uh, drive down the New Jersey Turnpike um, in, in New Jersey and you would see alongside various uh, ref oil refiners when they still really had refining sure. capacity in New Jersey, and you would see the stacks where they were burning off the excess natural gas and other kinds of gas products, which is waste. That's essentially what they want to sure. do. The stuff is a uh, the stuff is either going to get landfilled or it's going to get burned. And also for for my friends, you know, healthcare yeah. uh, is is a is is a very big issue. Uh, if you look at the polling data among Democrats, uh, healthcare uh, polls high. It's top yeah. five issue. Uh, and and the cost of health care, right? This Inflation Reduction oh, Act, yeah. the, the the Inflation Reduction Act uh, uh, claims uh, to uh, bring pharma, you know, uh, pharma under control and price yeah. uh, price uh, uh, prices will come down. It's not true. We can get into why it's not true. It's a lie. But what's worse though is you see the elites talk about plastic as if it's this evil entity, war on plastic. I was watching a video of Limp Limp Biscuit. Yes, uh, and they were. Uh, you know, F, pra uh, F, uh, F uh, plastic. Sure. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, I have a, a special needs uh, nephew, and a lot of his health equipment is plastic. Sure, of course it is. And the costs are already uh, so high. Yeah. And if you wore on a product, what did Fred Smith from CEI teach us? If you can say this product is evil, yeah. you can make it a pariah, sure. you can regulate it, tax it, uh, and what does that do to our healthcare system? Right. What it does it do to special it. needs special needs children sure. who need these plastics? Right. And again, it's it's it's. I remember again talking to uh, 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 one of my students, one of my ball players once, uh, talking about how plastic was so bad. We should get rid of these plastics. And and I'm like, but but <laughs> yeah, but, but all these other things. And that's that's the simplicity of and also the danger of allowing religion to become your politics. All right, so 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 let me shift gears here. Get right. away from plastics and plasticizers and energy to talk about and the neuro, other neuro the other, neuroplasticity. Right. The other aspect of of the the faith of the left and how their minds were blown. Uh, so last week we get the story of of I I don't under, I got to admit I don't understand the mechanics of this. Okay. I guess the governor of Florida negotiated with the governor of Texas to pay migrants, illegal migrants who came into Texas, for them to fly north to Martha's Vineyard. The left exploded. My favorite now part of this whole story is the Democratic elected sheriff of Bear County, spelled Bexar, Bear County. Uh, the, the county of San Antonio, the sheriff of San Antonio, is now going to criminally investigate the governor of Florida, uh, and and you know which is which is astounding to me. He's like, well, I don't know what laws are broken. I don't know if any laws are, but I'm going to investigate anyway. Him. I'm going to investigate him anyway. You know, setting aside the fact that under the principles of federalism, we have our man, we have to find the right, crime. Show me, show me the man. I'll show you the crime. Yeah. This is Lavrenti Beria stuff. Yeah. But it's also the issue of, um, um, he's a county sheriff, right? He can enforce county law, and I guess he may be duly elected to to enforce state law. But if if he can't get deputized and co-opted to enforce federal immigration law because of right. federalism, then he can't investigate the it criminal matter. act, the violation of federal. Yes, see, of course. No, no, it's the, the law doesn't matter. Look, there is uh, again not to change the topic, but just, no, no, just we're to changing the topic. It's fine. No, no, but but there is um, the president of the United States declared his student loan forgiveness. 
executive oh my God, order. We've got to talk about the pandemic being over. But, too, but here's Thank the you. thing about that. Uh, he had no authority to do it. It's illegal. But now all of these um, federal loan, the companies that issue and maintain uh, uh, these federal loans yes. are in all kinds of, of disarray. Right. Because because they don't, they don't understand the qualifying rules. Right. And so the administration is saying in order to qualify for forgiveness, you have to solidify your loans. But these but these loan uh, servicers don't yet have the capacity sure. to combine these loans. And what's happening is the whole system, It's it, 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 there's a monkey wrench thrown yes. into the system. No, no, I, I get but it. it, it, it but again, it goes to show you what happens when you don't follow the law, when you when you when you when your good intention or your what your what, what you want uh, takes precedent over over the law and over what I saw needs to get done. I saw a story last night on, again, well-intentioned policies bumping up against very realities. Yeah. I saw a story on the news last night um, here in D.C., because we're in D.C., we're at the Boyle Studios in Hillsdale College, by the way, um, of a, a family buys or a couple buys a house, a townhouse. The townhouse has a tenant living in it. And and that was part of the deal is, you know, you, you are responsible. You, the buyer, are responsible for evicting the tenant now. In order to evict the tenant, you have to get a you have to you, you have to become an official landlord, right? Even when you buy this house, it doesn't automatically pass, which means you have to get a business license, which means you have to get an inspection of the premises. And if the tenant won't allow the home inspector in to inspect the premises, then you're caught up in this massive catch right. twenty two. I'm gonna give you a, a personal story. Okay, please. All right. So um, my registration on both my vehicles oh, I love this. Uh, is suspended. And it was suspended uh, because um, well, it didn't have to be well, suspended. Oh, time time out for a second. Let's say it may have been suspended. Let's let's not. Well, yeah. all right. The it bottom may, the bottom line is it may be driving. Is, uh, it was, there, there was a red flag. Uh, it was because of unpaid tickets. Uh, yes, and, I've been and, there. And so I went. and I paid the tickets. I paid the red the red flag fine, and everything is okay. Yes. Um, however. Uh, because of COVID and because uh, uh, we're not at full full function yet, uh, the state of Maryland Finance Office has yet to remove the tickets from my record. Oh, yeah. Now, this has been now weeks and weeks oh, and weeks Jesus. and weeks. Yeah. Now, because it's been weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, yes, now my registration is suspended. It, it was suspended before. Yes. Guess what? I still can't get the tickets off. Sure. Even though I've paid, even though I've paid the fines, uh, uh, I cannot get the tickets off my record. I, yeah. And here's the thing. I email, no response. I leave messages, no response. It literally has been months. Right, let me tell you what not and to do. And I can't do. do it. Don't do what the guy did in New York at McDonald's and show up with a hand axe. Please don't do that. But my, my, my point is, is that- is I, that, And by the way, I'm someone who's almost been <laughs> thrown out of a, but this of a, is of a DMV in Virginia. this is an example yeah. of the government- uh, uh, just causing uh, uh, causing chaos, and in this case, yeah. right, the president said in sixty minutes the COVID pandemic is pandemic's over. Pandemic's over. Well, yet I still can't get these tickets right. removed. That's exactly right. Yeah, because of the COVID restrictions and protocols going on. That's right. It's outrageous. So, so, but to 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 bring it back though to this, so uh, what was your what was your take? I mean, I think what the regardless of how it happens. Oh, DeSantis! The this, this DeSantis thing was brilliant. Look, it was brilliant. I yes. know there. I know there are some on the right, never Trumpers, who think Ooh, this was a, just this was a stunt. This. Here, it, it it shows the hierarchy, the hypocrisy. The left can do what they want. We can't do what we want. Uh, you had so many saying that uh, 
DeSantis is guilty of trafficking. He's guilty of, <laughs> yeah. of kidnapping. And what I don't understand is, is that we know that nearly a thousand, a thousand migrants have died at the border this year alone. Uh, we know that there is sex trafficking at the border right now. We know that fentanyl and drugs are coming through right now. And so you're going to go go crazy over DeSantis, over 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyard. And yet you're going to keep a blind a blind eye to what's happening at the, the border. The latest story and the latest lie which is being spread is that is that DeSantis handed the the, the whoever did this that DeSantis was behind it handed the immigrants fake fake pamphlets uh, describing the services, lying about the services that were going to be available to them uh, should they go to Massachusetts, and and it's it's. It's oh, again, well, but it's say, but let me but, let me let, yeah. let me let me tell the the truth about this. So they don't so, have. I'm sorry, they, they don't have services in, in Martha's. Vineyard. No, 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 no. That's that's this is the problem with the right. story. They have services in Massachusetts. The pamphlets were created with texts from the Massachusetts Department of Social Welfare. Whoever deals with immigration sure. issues and the services for, available for immigrants, whether or not they're refugees or, or asylum seekers or what have you. And and they literally whoever created this pamphlet just copied and pasted from the the text from the website and then added yeah. a web link. Sure. But yet this is considered to be a fake yeah. pamphlet because so, they yeah, so, so you, again you take literally what is available and you reprint it, but it's not true. This is again the words don't matter. Look, I I got huh. in I got into Game of Thrones, and there's there's a there is a, a line or there's a sequence uh, in in season seven where uh, Jon Snow is to bend the knee to the evil queen in, 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 in Queen's Landing, or King's yeah, Landing, King's rather, Landing. Uh, if she's to give her army to fight the Night Walkers. What, what, right. it's, yes. not, it's not neither here nor there, but he says this. He says, and they're angry with him because he says, no, I, I won't sure, bend the knee to you. And they're angry with him because they want him to lie to get this army. Right. And he says... I can't lie because then if we keep lying, then words lose their meaning. Exactly, And that's exactly where we are. Words have lo- lost their meaning. Let me tell you this. Please. Um, and, and, and we're, you know, driving through D.C., driving through Potomac, Maryland, driving through, you know, uh, uh, Martha's Vineyard, uh, you'll see these uh, woke lawn signs. We believe here. That love yes. is love. Uh, that no, no nobody no human no, no human is illegal. No human is illegal. Yeah. And I've seen lawn signs that say migrants welcomed here. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, again, God forbid one of them shows up. And, and at Martha's Vineyard, you can go around all of these uh, elitist woke progressives with their migrants are welcomed here. But then when the when fifty of them showed up, right, it's a crisis. Uh, they called in the national. It's Guard. a humanitarian crisis with yeah. forty eight hours that they're gone. But hey, Jerry, some guy spent a hundred dollars at the local Martha's Vineyard candy shop yeah. for candy for the migrants. But uh, again, but good. again, you know, the next time you see that, or if you're listening and you have one of those woke signs in front of your house, uh, it's it's nonsense, and you're right. a liar because if if a migrant showed up at your door, you would not welcome him in. And also, I want to say this too about <laughs> this idea of love is love and all the rest of it. Someone said this, and I'm gonna, you know, I'll claim it as my own. Uh, the problem isn't that we love. The yeah. problem isn't that we celebrate. The problem is is that we love and celebrate the wrong things. Sure. That's okay. what, you know, yeah. we have again. We've we've lost any kind of idea that there's a right way to live and a wrong way to live. You got all these books, but they're the wrong books. That's a, that's from that's from uh, Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> yes. No, no, I get I get it. Listen, let me shift gears for a second because uh, we're winding down. You got you got a uh, you got uh, stuff to do. I got I got a. Uh, I'm gonna my parking's gonna expire. I don't want to get a ticket. 
Um, number one, have you have you watched any of She-Hulk? No, Are you not going to watch She. We I started watching. We started watching Miss Marvel. Oh, I love that show, uh, Miss Marvel. The the one with the oh no 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 the, I, I, I think the the marvelous Miss Maisel no, no. Marvel, I'm watching that no, Miss, I watch that Miss Marvel on it, it's also pretty good yeah, let me tell you something yeah. I've kind of given up on Marvel no don't don't like, don't I've kind of given up don't. on Marvel we've you know these are this is better than um, a couple of the series that were in there that we that we just couldn't couldn't get into this is better than the Eternals um, um, it's 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 good stuff so go go check that out um, okay Arthur Avenue. the Elvis movie by yes. the way. Fantastic. I think, I think we're going to watch that this week. Fantastic. Is it a yeah. three-hour movie? Something like that. If, if, like that. Okay, good to know. It was a snack. All right. All right. And also, like my like my older family watched it. Oh, good. And they no one turned it off. No one left the room. Uh, Do it, they it, show it, him going to Denver to get the gold brick loaf? Because that's what I want to see. The gold brick loaf, which no. was a football-sized loaf of bread cut into three layers, of which they layered peanut butter, jelly, and bacon. It does, it does capture uh, Elvis and his... You know, many of us, because we weren't alive when Elvis was Elvis, um, we don't get how big Elvis Do they have the scene where he shows up at McCarran Airport to get Hamburger James off the airplane, and he waves his DEA badge right. and says, hold that plane, I'm a federal agent. Go no? Through. Okay. Arthur, right, Arthur Avenue. Because I, I just realized... So we're gonna do this quick jaunt to New York. Yes, uh, uh, we're gonna for a whole a couple of things. Arthur Avenue, by the way, is the real little Italy of New York. It is in the Bronx. Uh, it's uh, adjacent to the Bronx Zoo, the Botanical Garden, so and to, the Fordham so, University. So I have to be in. in New, we have to be in New York for some things. We're gonna go to Fieldston Homecoming next week. Yes. Um, next Saturday, so we're gonna be in the Bronx anyway. And I'm like, you know something? Let's go to Arthur Avenue you for must. dinner. So where should we go? Uh, well, if you want family style, you got to go to Dominic's. Okay. Now, Dominic's, uh, folks, the last time I was there, uh, there was a lot of us. It was my family, my, my sister's family, my parents and others, uh, and it's picnic style. So you're, you're at a big, big table. Okay. And you could be with other people. That's you know, fine. I don't mind that. And, and there's no menus. Okay. And you order whatever you want. Okay. Whatever you want. All right, but how how does my how will my wife know what like I know what I would want I would want some kind of veal milanese. And she has to think about it before you go. You got to think. Right. Of, you know, my father had chick, uh, ordered chicken cacciatore. Uh, the kids ordered uh, 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 parmesan chicken. I ordered whatever, and and it does, doesn't write anything down either. All right, yeah, right. Comes back every everything is in large platters. All right, so my wife and I need to split something. All right, really, is and what it's, you're it's put out there, uh, and then uh, uh, you can get wine. Got it. Um, but it's I, I'm not sure if it has a liquor license, but you can oh, I don't know. Wine. You need right. some wine there. Right. Uh, we don't know then, if Jerry's. We don't know end, if Jerry's car registration is suspended. At the end, the guy comes back and says, "How about you pay me two hundred dollars?" All right, there you go. It's cash only. It's cash only. That's right. the important. Now thing. that's that's family style. Good eats. Um, uh, that's Dominic's. Uh, also, again, there's Jerry's mouth is watering. Uh, really, Roberto's. Okay, is up uh, up Arthur Avenue on Crescent. All right, and might be the best restaurant in all in New York. All right. Um, Roberto's a, a little, little different. Uh, a lot of these places are cash only. Uh, that's good to know. Uh, there's Mario's. Mario's, if you want traditional uh, Italian food, sure. Uh, Mario's. After I proposed to Erica, uh, we went to Mario's uh, for dinner. Uh, it's still one of the great places there. Um, you can't go wrong. There's restaurant after restaurant after right. restaurant. Uh, I it, think that's it, what it, we'll it do. It, it's it's it, the greatest place to eat in New York. Because because I, I know my my wife does not want me to say once again that we should go to Liebman's Deli. On Riverdale Avenue or Johnson Avenue and Riverdale. Go to Arthur Avenue. Arthur Avenue, I think, and, is the uh, place Roberto's to go. is smaller. Uh, it's more quaint. I think it only has like 14 and when tables. When you go to Arthur Avenue, Jerry, it makes you want to plant your feet. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to be at Arthur Avenue, yeah. too, you might as well go and visit quickly the Bronx Zoo or the Town Garden. 
Uh, you used to be able to walk on Fordham's campus. Yeah. Beautiful. No, I know. Yeah, uh, and there's all kinds of uh, there's parking there. I actually thought we might do the botanical can, garden because yeah. you can drive. Yeah. There's parking, Arthur yeah. Avenue parking. Yeah. So you, you know, and and um, and there's all kinds of little uh, Agidio's pastry. You have to go to a pastry shop. Don't get of dessert. Course. Wherever you eat dinner or lunch, don't have dessert. No, no, it'll go be, to one of the pastry it'll shops. Be, it'll be an early dinner, and we'll go to the pastry shop because we're going. We're gonna, uh, all we're kinds of places. Also, if you get there early before you eat dinner, there's all kinds of there's butchers and vegetable See, stands. The all thing. the rest we of it. sort of poke around our bread stores a little bit. There's yeah. bread stores. Uh, get some get some bread. All this right, Jerry. Hey, so uh, so Sunday, if it's Sundays, it must be it's Jerry. Sunday, it's Jerry. Hey, listen on the Jerry Rogers Show on WBAL. We're doing some different things. We have uh, we have the Jerry Jerry's Just Right segment, which is good. Thank fun you. and also uh we're going to have new uh, bumper music for the liberty update nice uh and uh and w- also we're shifting gears a little bit too uh, you know we, we, we a lot of politics a lot of history a lot of uh, what's happening in in baltimore city but cities across the country but i'm also i, I we need to talk more about uh, basic truths yeah and so we're going to do more of that it's going to be more of kind of like uh high, high <laughs> jerry rogers Higher thinking, how to be, how to capture the truth uh, and promote the truth. And so, so you all know I can say this now because uh, I haven't I haven't said it here. I said it. I've said it on John's show a couple times now already. So I'm now, in addition to doing this show, uh, the folks at Federal Newswire have asked me to host a once a week podcast. Excellent. Uh, called the Lunch Hour, the Federal Newswire Lunch Hour. I like the Lunch Hour. Thank you. Yeah. You know, mm. and I need a I need a, a good sign off for there. Uh, once a week interviewing members of Congress or heavy hitters or thinkers or or uh, uh, former administration officials, current administration officials. So check that out. The links will go up on the Andrew Langer Show page. Andrew and Jerry Save the World uh, as well. Jerry, what do you want people to do? Find the truth, plant your feet, and stand firm. Have a great week, everybody. Have fun, and please stay safe.